The views and opinions expressed by the hosts do not state or reflect those of the company and its management. Any assumptions, views, and insinuations made by the hosts or guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. Listener discretion is advised. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Taking a photograph or video and audio recording is strictly prohibited inside the theater. Mahigpit pong ipinagbabawal ang paggamit ng kamera o anumang uri ng video at audio recording equipment sa loob ng tanghalan. Hello guys! Welcome to Third World Cinema Club. Uh, this is our... A continuation of our Cinemalaya coverage. I'm John Tawasil from Present Confusion. Hi, I'm Princess Kinok of Film Police Reviews. Hello, I'm DJ from ReverseDelay.net. Hi, I'm Jim of Jimmy Nicolat Ibapa. And I'm Engelbert Rafferty of Film Police Reviews. Okay, so today we'll be talking about other films that are not from the main competition of Cinemalaya. That includes the very expansive indie shorts category, three special premieres, and uh, two of the documentaries that were featured. Unfortunately, we were not able to watch all of the what do you call this, all of the Gawad Alternativa and the Visions of Asia. So I guess this will have to do for now. Um, so without further ado, let's start with uh, indie shorts, uh, Indonesian shorts A with Igib. This is directed and starring Joey Paras. Nag-start siya sa pagtatae and it ends with with something else. Ganyan. Any thoughts about Igib? Directed by Joey Paras. Dapat may trigger warning yung <laughs> short film. Nagsasalita. <laughs> warning tae. <laughs> um, warning tae involved. Garap, alam mo yon medyo garapal siya in terms of yung language na ginagamit, in terms of yung, yung may, may sense ka na siya ang hirap-hirap ng mga taong ito. Pero underneath it all, especially near the end, this is, ano eh, this is a character study about isang mother na ano ba, paliwara? Isang nanay na ano, na na pabaya, kumbaga, very responsible, doesn't clean up her own shit, literally, ganon. Tapos, itong si Joey Paras, akala mo nang una, siya yung villain ng storya, until ma-realize mo na parang binabahay lang yung nanay niya doon. Parang out of some sort of familial or filial piety, ganon. Pero at the end, yung tipong malalaman mo na siya talaga yung taong tipong binigyan mo ng if you give her an inch, she'll take a mile. Ganun. Ganun ang peg. Na tipong kukuha siya ng walang ano. Pero yun. Unfortunately, yun nga, natabunan siya. Medyo shrill yung tone niya. Pero otherwise, ang galing pa rin ng performance ni Joey Paras for me. It's, it's definitely different from his other films yung pang-MMK, pang tsaka yung isang niyang short film for ano, yung Cinemalaya Institute. 
Yun, yun lang. Any any other thoughts about Igib before we move on to the next film? Walay na. <laughs> Wala. Thank you much you you've said it all. Tsaka, to add lang naman, parang yun nga, si, na ang na experience ko kay Igib is para siyang prelude to, ano, to tribu, gano'n. Gano'n yung vibes niya. <laughs> parang sinana yung root of all corruption, gano'n na parang. Gano'n eh, no? Pero, <laughs> alam mo yung anak na minamahal pa rin yung magulang kahit pa paano. Kahit mm. na ang daming, ang daming ginawang masama na niya. Ang daming etos ni nanay. Ang daming etos in life. <laughs> gano'n. <laughs> oh. Ayun. So, good direction naman. Rafi, ikaw. Ano, ironic yung i-give. It's very ironic kasi, di ba, um, we ended the main competition section with the slums yeah. by Jacoby. So, right after doon, di ba, ending siya. Tapos, yun yung unang-unang pelikula. Credits <laughs> to whoever did that. You know, kung, I'm not ironic. sure if it was intentional pagdikitin sila um but yun it's exactly kasi what the slums is trying to ano eh, to criticize eh, yung exploitation of poor um i felt like with with the film um ang, ang powerful ng performances and hindi naman natin pwedeng itanggi na this isn't happening but what felt within the whole film kasi it felt like parang nakikita natin yung yung mahihirap na parang Ganito lang yung ano nila, yung setup nila, yung situation nila. Mm. Like, it's always something terrible, or it's always something bad. What triggered me, what really triggered me was yung part with the men, with the kid with the mental health issues. Yeah. Um, personally, uh, on, on a personal standpoint, kasi I have a brother who has, uh, who's within the spectrum, who has autism spectrum disorder. So, um, I felt like mas siguro nabigyan ng attention yung pag, ano, pag treat dun sa character rather than parang ginawa lang siyang decoration. Uh, para siyang proper. Make it feel like it's so hard to be poor. Ayan. I'm not okay. sure though if it's completely serious. Kasi up until that scene with the child with a disability, tinatawanan ko yung pelikula. Eh. Tawan-tawa ako na seryosa ba ito? Ganito ka parang mm. wala siyang gustong gawin kung demon shock to the point na parang siguro there's a level of parang sarcasm dito na yun. Pwede no? If you, syempre si Joey Paras is a well-known com- comedian so it's baka ganun yung yung ganun yung gusto yung parang read ng film mm-hmm. or yung tone ng film at the first Parang point. hindi lang siya meta like the slums pero in a way parang it's poking fun at the entire situation pa rin. Uh, I see. Oh, nga naman. So, uh, yun. Um, any more thoughts about Igib before we move on to the next film? Okay na. So, let's go to Jepoy. This is an animated film by Avid Yongoren. Avid uh, directed uh, Saving Sally, more other things, well-known animator. So, this is about a kid who misses his parent, who is an OFW. And uh, he learned about a certain disaster that will not name, and gains some, <laughs> and gains inspiration to do something, and that's why he got leukemia. I'm just kidding at all, that last part. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what do you think of Jepoy? 
<laughs> Jepoy the film. Have any of you seen Jepoy? Yeah? No? Heartfelt siya. It's it's very heartfelt. Yung the whole tone. Siguro it's very, ano, it's the, the approach to the film. It, it's like Avid Young Oren has already found his voice from Saving yeah. Sally. Tapos meron pa siyang isang ano eh, isang short film na pinalabas natin sa MMFF. I forgot the title na lang din. Pero yun, very similar yung tones niya. Of course, the ending part, siguro I have some issues about it kasi it may be a trigger warning for something which I will not bring up na lang. It, it depends on what people will interpret uh, it to be. Pero ayun, parang the ending part could have been handled differently pero ang ganda ng film uh, it's mm-hmm. it's really heartfelt it's so sincere it's genuine please please don't expose yourself to dangerous radiation <laughs> <laughs> yun lang as is as a medical professional <laughs> pero yun basically i agree naman it's uh, it's a heartfelt film it it has it means well yun yun na lang and uh, i can't fault it for you know for doing so So, let's move on to the next film. The next film is Ang Meron Sa Wala. So, or in English, Beyond Nothing. So, Ang Meron Sa Wala is directed by R.B. Laraño. And it chronicles a, a man who, who tells the audience about his tri- trials and tribulations in life and losing his kid because of various life problems. But, and it it sounds like well in, in at first reading it it looks like a very straightforward you know documentary na may may, may konting hugot na kasama pero in its final like minutes you see what there's there's a, there's a twist to it that I won't tell it to you that completely changes the nature of the film to me may may pagka may parang meta siya na pinupuntahan that I really really liked So, what did you guys think about uh, Ang Meron Sa Wala? Ito yung, ito siguro yung una kong napanood na Indonesian na shorts. Maliba, kasi in-skip ko talaga si Egib. <laughs> kasi parang yun na, nabasa ko sa inyo na medyo maganda yung feedback. So, yeah. And yun, true enough, um, na, nakakaiyak siya. It's very, very heartfelt documentary-ish film. Um, natungkol sa isang matanda nga na tapos yun nga, he, lit, he shows us his world. Na parang ibang, for me, very refreshing siya. I mean, hindi siya yung usual mo na documentary na very in, in-personal. Sa kanya, very personal kahit di sila related no ano, no subject niya. Tapos ang ganda nung, ang ganda nung edits niya kasi to be able to get that kind of footage. Tapos, actually, naalala ko sa kanya yung isang short film na napanood natin dati tungkol sa mga teacher. Ay, dun sa matandang gusto mag-aral. Um, ano nga ba ito? Si, yung hmm. parang kulang ata. Ano yun, Rafi? A is for Agustin ba ito? A is for Agustin, tama. Oh. Ayan, yan, 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 yan. Yun, tsaka, yun. So, parang, very good entry ng filmmakers. I'm not sure if this is their first film, pero maganda siyang entry into Cinemalaya kasi um, unlike the other shorts, hindi niya in-expose yung reality ng poverty, pero kumbaga, pinapakita niya sensitive side nun, eh, yung effects ng poverty. 
Nandun yung kahirapan, o nga. Pero hindi siya yung central focus. Parang yes. mas, mas, mas central yung humanity ng characters. Mm-mm. And also, yun nga, it also questions yung, it also, ano eh, it's, it's commenting also on the documentary form in terms of the artist and his subject. Without spoiling anything further. Pero yun. Yes. Very, Saka, ang galing, ang galing yun. How far will you get your subject, di ba, to, to, to say, what, yun, to say Oo. So, ang galing, ang galing talaga nung pagkak, the way na basta yun. <laughs> no? Yung end nung, bukang galing-galing nila mag-ano. Very, anto, inquisitive sila mag-ano, mag, mag-shoot. Mag-shoot. Yes. Uh, any other comments about ang meron sa wala? Alright? So, let's go on to the next film and uh, please excuse me if kung I stumble in pronouncing this. Pinaka nakapagpabagabag damdamin. Wow. Wow. Ako na yon. So this film, actually, di ko siya masyadong matandaan eh. That's, yun yun. It's about, I think, some kind of, there's a, some sign of romance and someone dies. Tagal ko na kasi itong napanood. I, I, ako naalala ko, very clearly. So mm-hmm. it starts off with a, a folklore, parang yun yung narration. Mm-hmm. And then there's this two friends, two male friends who talk about one of, uh, Uh, of the following two boys moving to a different place, whether it be the city or provinces. It wasn't really mentioned. And then, um, basically, they talk about trivial things like, you know, women, you know, mm-hmm. their crushes. And then, while they were swimming, you know, one of them dies. Uh, tapos may parang implied na... na Attack to nature. Yeah, oo. <laughs> <laughs> Ikaw, Rafi, what did you think about it? Kasi ako talaga hindi siya nag-register sa akin masyado eh. Oh, parang, ano kasi siya? I mean, you kind of get the point of the film in a way, but at the same time, you don't. Alam mo yun? Wait lang. Parang ba-explain? Kasi, the film is obviously centered on the two boys, but at the same time, it's also trying to pinpoint na hindi natin inaalagaan yung dagat ng maayos. Kasi, siguro, this might be a spoiler, pero one of the scenes kasi na papakita dun is binato nung isa dun characters dun yung parang plastic ng soft drinks mm-hmm. sa data tapos eventually yun nga this caused one of the boys to die okay it's messy um, or not really messy well it is messy but at the same time you kinda wanna ask what the point is of the whole thing kasi you might get it everything gets lost in translation eh. kasi may folklore tapos may um, tawag dito may paatake about sa, you know, not taking care of nature. Tapos, you know, you try to discover these boys and what's been going on with their lives, how they're, you know, boys just being boys. But again, what's the point? What exactly is the the, the essence of the film? Parang yun yung nawala eh. Everything gusto, got lost in the translation because of the mess. Gusto ko yung ano, gusto ko yung isang le- review sa letterbox. Parang, parang utwas pero ibang probinsya. <laughs> Charet. Anyway, <laughs> yun, yes. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts about this film na mahaba ang title na hindi ko na sasabihin ulit before we move on to the next film? Okay na? So, let's go to Sakmit. Um, this is a film about illegal loggers and the people trying to stop them. Tapos may parang film within a film thingy at the end na nangyari. Um... Anyone want to talk about Sakmit? 
ako didn't re- again this is another film that didn't register to me that much I, I appreciate yung pagka meta-ish niya dun sa huli pero parang nakukulangan ako dun anyway kayo guys anyone submit no I'm ako <laughs> yeah Jim Jim uh, um kasi nung may nakita ko sa letterbox na may nag-rate ng submit na parang one point one over five. Okay. Grabe naman. <laughs> so, hindi naman siguro one. Oo. Oh. Oh. <laughs> kasi ako naman, um, uh, on my end, ito kasing klase ng kwento na pinakita sa submit. Napanood na rin natin to before, yung mga illegal logging sa mga um, TV specials or mga TV anthology, ganun. Ang mm-hmm. na-appreciate ko with submit ay yung cinematography niya. Kasi yung technical aspects naman ng film ay excellent naman. Tapos, uh-huh. l- lalo yung color, magaling yung, ano yung color grading ng film eh. Ganun. And then, ang remarkable dito sa akin, si Publio Briones. Kasi di ba siya yung parang mayor ba yun? Na parang, okay. para, para siyang pambansang <laughs> ano eh, no? Corrupt public official, di ba? Oo, eh, parang natatype ka sa ba siya? Kasi, ano, parang ko siya in Babylon, but natin na short history, di ba? Pero, so, bakit siya na naman ulit? Ganun? Ang pambansang corrupt public official. <laughs> Oo. Publio Briones. Mm-hmm. Um, Ayun, yun lang. Short lang yung ano ko. Masasabi okay. ko with Sakmi. Any more? Any more? Ano, before we move on to set B. Okay na? Alright. So, shorts. Indonesian shorts set B. We start with uh, Dama de Noche. So this is a film that's in black and white and is told from the entirely through the viewpoint of a coffin, coffin eye view kumbaga. And it's it takes place during the wake of an OFW and the people that are that this person left behind that she left behind are either fighting over what's left or are lamenting her death. And it's a sad OFW story which shows the you know the the amount of sacrifice that people have to parang take ano ba ganun in order to provide for their loved ones kahit na ayaw nila and in at the end haba hanggang ano hanggang pati pati buhay nila nawala din and ano eh parang it the the, the point of view para sa akin when i wrote my review of this film it's ano eh the coffin eye view gives you the feeling na parang nililibing ka ng buhay So parang ganun siguro yung OFWs na tipong parang they're trapped in this in this parang in this cage na dapat kumuha ka ng pera for your family um, to the detriment of your life. Na, na wala ka naman choice kasi kailangan yung mabuhay. Anyway, any any thoughts about Dame de Noche? Dame de Noche. Anyone? No? Alright. Um, let's go on to Grand Gestures. Yan. Grand Gestures, personally one of my favorite films in the ano? my favorite films in the in all of the sets actually. So Grand Gestures is directed by Cody Abad. Although, uh, yeah. So um, this is about a um, a young man who goes home to his um, to his father's week and he doesn't have a good relationship with his mother. But over the next few days during the week, they try to reconcile. Actually, that's a ve- that's it. That's a very it's a very simple tale. But and and dami niya sinasabi kahit na kahit na sobrang konti ng dialogue. And ayun, I I think it's very it's very meaningful and it uses 
the shorts format very well. Uh, how about you guys? Any thoughts about grand gestures? I think this Abra is a kind of... Ah, sige, DJ, ikaw muna. Uh, parang, when, when you watch this film, it's easy to see why it's the kind of um, slow and minimalist film na gusto natin yung ganitong tone palagi. I think yung... Unahin ko lang yung... Uh, what I would see as yung negative na minsan it can be too clinical. Parang it's too concerned with elegance. Mm-hmm. Like yung criticism na binato nila dun sa distance by Percy and Talon. Pero otherwise, it's ganda eh. Galing yun, no? Parang... And one particular thing about this film is yung set design niya. Yung production design. Because yeah. it becomes integral dun sa storytelling eh. I mean, as a synopsis din naman siya na it's about um, things being rearranged, being brought out. So parang big tell a story through yung set design. Kasi yung the characters themselves are too quiet eh. Yan. Uh, Rafi, how about you? Um, sobrang agree ako dun sa sinabi niyo po kayo ni Kuya DJ regarding sa grand gestures. Napaka-powerful talaga ng silence. I mean, all throughout the whole film, you can feel the silence ano eh, parang serving as a, as a big weight as you watch it. And parang you, you feel their struggles even though they're not saying anything. You know, you just see them, you know, move, sometimes talk about, you know, the tri- most trivial of things. Sometimes not even back at all. Um, you know, you can feel there's something going on between the characters of Irma Adlawan and Gio Gaol. You know, and it's ano, funny that Gio Gaol had a maleta na naman in the same way <laughs> that he had a maleta sila sila. Gio so, Gio Gahol with the Maleta Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Ayan. Maleta Cinematic Universe. Ganon din sa Grand Gestures. Um, yung Maleta, in, in the same way that it was defined or it was characterized in the film Chasing, you know, Changing Partners, diba, binigyan ng meaning yung Maleta. Feeling ko ganon din eh. There's some sort of weight that um, is with Gio Gahol's character. Literally, and we see that throughout the Yeah, literally, may dala siyang baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tapos, ang hirap siyang i-reconcile with, with, with Irma Adlawan's character. And, um, you know, in the long run, you, you realize that you have to move on. You have to move forward. And you can only move forward once you move on. And um, through the rearrangement of the things, lalo na sa bandang dulo, when they decide to probably put things into the trash or let go of things, that's when you can say that you're on, on the first step of accepting what's going on and acknowledging that, you know, whatever problems that they had, which we never really knew it's something in the past and we have to move forward. Yeah. So, biglang gumalaw na yung camera sa ending na yun, ano, parang after being static for so long. Yeah. Biglang yeah. may movement. Yeah. Very nice. Pati yung visual language, eh, no, na nare-reflect yung changes. Very nice. Ang galing talaga. I, ho- I, I hope to see more from this director in the future. Yun. Um, so, I guess let's move on to the next film, uh, Mata. Yon, aka shit hindi nasusunog na yung burger. So basically yung pinaka ah! <laughs> yung pinaka ano nito is ang pinaka lesson nito is don't judge a man by his co- by don't judge a book by its cover because he's just a book. <laughs> Ganun. 
<laughs> Ayun, very simple lang. Sayang yung burger. Gusto ko sana mag-order sa kanya. Mukhang mura lang. Etc. <laughs> Any more thoughts about mata? Before we move on to the next one. Pero nag-split yung burger, di ba? <laughs> oh, oh. Parang gusto ko na, gusto ko nang mag-flip. <laughs> Gusto ko na mag-step in to flip it myself kasi talagang sunog na. <laughs> Ay, yun nga. Baka may nag-flip na ibang tao. Oo. Parang, huy, baka makakain ko to. Ganun. Nanakawan niya. Ganun. <laughs> Charet. Anyway. Um, when I read the reviews kasi, uh, everywhere, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Letterboxd, I feel like masyadong ano, masyadong misunderstood yung Um, mata. I think it has good intentions. Siguro yeah. kasi um, student short siya, mm-hmm. tapos parang it's been done before. Pero if you see the execution all throughout, maayos naman siya. Eh. Yeah, it's not And bad, it has actually. good intentions. So, I feel like masyado siyang na-antagonize. It's one of the most antagonized shorts, I believe, sa Cinemalaya that I think should be getting more recognition because it's one of the better shorts in the Indonesian lineup. Yeah, I mean... Um, it's not, hindi naman completely, ano yung judgment sa kanya. Parang, ang meta, no? Pati tayo, Gina, judge natin yung short. We shouldn't be judging the short by its relative, like, simplicity. Pero, oh. ayun nga, eh, um, our friend, uh, Nico Quejano, he said that, you know, parang nga, parang nga siyang allegory for the justice system sa Pilipinas. Na tipong, the way we cho- choose suspects for crimes na, ano, na kulang witnesses or karumal-dumal na crime, kukunin mo yung pinaka-vulnerable. Napapansin mo yung mga ganun? Yung sobrang karumal-dumal na crime, tapos yung unang lalabas na suspect ay parang sobrang mahirap na, parang tambay lang dyan sa tabi-tabi. Tapos payatot. Payatot, di ba? It's not necessary na not necessarily siya yung gumawa talaga ng krimen. Kasi ang daming ganyan na parang, ah, hindi ho, tinorture lang ako, ganyan-ganyan. Pero ayun eh, yun yung unang kinukuha ng police eh. So, so I, I mean, you know, may, may, may something there. Pero yeah. yun, uh, it would be nice to look back on this. Kasi uh, ratings change over time naman. And uh, parang hindsight is 2020, ganun. <laughs> so it, it would be nice to look back at this film once we, it, it settles in kumbaga. Ganun. So, let's go to si Gloria at si Juan. This is an animated recollection of um, Gloria's, yung the character Gloria's encounter with the duende. Basically, yun lang yun. Um, it doesn't explain, there's no explanation behind yung appearance ng duende. Parang it takes the, the duende thing as is, kumbaga. And, ayun, it's a very interesting way of telling it. Uh, do, you, do you have any Thoughts on this film? Si Gloria at si Juan. Relatively straightforward. Interesting lang yung pagka-depict niya ng, yung, yung folklore niya. Yun, walang judgment. Ikaw, Rafi? Mm-hmm. Very clear siya. So, parang straightforward nga. Ano lang. Parang you just saw what happened. Parang actually, it felt more of like, di ba? Alam mo yung kapag nung bata ka, may mm-hmm. mga lola, mga matatanda. Parang tipo nagkikwento sa'yo ng ano. Alam, mga kwento ni lola ba siyang sort of effect. Parang ganun yung, yung yeah, feel. Oh, 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 oh. And I think it was achieved naman by the director. So, kudos. Yan. Okay. Yun lang actually. Let's go to the last film of Shorts B, uh, Tarang. Yun. So, alam ko kung saan to shinoot. 
Shinut to sa ano, Shinut to sa malapit lang sa bahay namin. <laughs> Malalakad ah, mo siya. Sa Ermita. Sa Ermita to. Eh, sa ano, yung dating Amazonia Bar. Yung exterior oh. ng Amazonia Bar, it was used for a prime cruise film. Eh. I forgot which one. Pero, pero mm-hmm. around that area. Tapos may mga mahihirap na tao. They do poor stuff. Where may pedicab driver and his wife. They're sexual predators. Blah, blah, blah. It's hard to be poor. So... <laughs> Ako personally, this is a very well-acted short. Yun nga mm-hmm. This is an excellent cast. Ganda ng casting. Yes. Pero yung content niya, <laughs> parang it's something we've seen like a million times na. Para siyang, uh, I don't know, some kind of Bing Lao, Louis Ignacio thing on steroids. Na tipong, parang by itself, okay naman. Pero, uh, parang wala na bang iba. Ganun. Uh, how about you guys? What are your thoughts on Tarang? Uh, very, hindi siguro magandang thing to say, pero I kind of lowered my expectations. Kasi <laughs> and, dati nang nag, nasa Sinamalaya si Arvin Tadiboy, which is si Belarmino, which is nag-direct na to. Ah, um, okay. I think if, if you're gonna compare this to his previous short films, parang same universe sila yun, parang poverty, there's injustice, yeah. Kaso with Tarang, you're left with something that, ha? So, i-imaginin po kung ano nangyari dun sa something na yon na, you know, like, it, it's always consistent na bad things happen to these people. And I agree that all of the actors from Sol Cruz to to the minor characters to Natsu Toy, actually, to Max, yung, ano, yung basta yung may ginawang something na guy. Yun. Even, okay. ano eh, Nico, Nico Cruz, I think his name was Nico Cruz, yung mm-hmm. pedicab driver. They're all very well, uh, very talented. Kaso, uh, ano lang eh, very, ano lang yung story niya na parang, you know, it, it's like, um, apo ng mga 1970s crime films, ganyan, ng Manila, na, alam mo, very overused na. Yeah. How about you guys? If you guys are going to, oh, syempre as reviewers lang naman, we're just here to to somewhat criticize the film. Pero do you guys feel the same within all of the shorts na kasama sa entries na parang, except for a few, of course, um, parang lahat sila, they don't really carry that much weight as what you would expect in a Cinemalaya entry? Um, hmm. Well, we can dissect your statement a bit na tipong, uh-huh. what do you mean in terms of ayong bigat niya? Kasi uh, Cinemalaya, parang over time, it's parang, ano, it's formed its own certain aesthetic. Na, na, napansin din niya nila, nila Char, nung, nung nag-uusap-usap tayo before, na may, 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 certain, may certain tone ang isang Cinemalaya film, eh, na, na parang ito, may hirap, ganyan-ganyan, may social realism, ganyan-ganyan. Parang lumalabas nga yun naman dun sa... This is a typically Cinemalaya film. Ganun. Pwede natin yes. sabihin yun. Uh-uh. Um, especially with uh, Bellarmino's previous film, yung Nakaw. Diba? Mm. Ang daming ano, one take, poverty, single sh- ano, camera movement, medyo handheld, mm. ano, mm. shaky cam, diba? So, so, so may, ganun kang, may ganun kang na-expect eh. But, I mean, swak naman siya sa Cinemalaya, pero again, um, uh, 
this this film festival has been here for like 16 years na eh. Parang we'd like a little more variety and mm. meron naman yan for other films. Pero yeah. I guess ayun, okay lang. Hindi naman siya sa pang, hindi siya pangit for me. Hindi siya pangit na pangit. Ano, okay lang siya. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about you guys, Jim? Yeah. Other uh, Jim, Rafi, kayo. Rafi. Wala na. Ayun, Rafi. <laughs> So, ano ko ba Ayun, kasi I, I remember si Arvin Bellarmino kasi, di ba nga, no, no, of course, number one na ka, which was an entry to cinema life as nanala pa ng Korean. Nanala siya ng Korean, I think, a year before siyang naging entry sa cinema life. Tapos last year kasi, umatend ako ng pelikultura sa LB mm. uh, last year. Tapos meron siyang short film din dun eh. Kalimutan ko na lang yung title. Basta I remember yun. Um, I guess what I'll say is he's definitely shown so much improvement from Nakao all the way to Tarang. Siguro it just happens na yung the creative decisions that he's making in terms of representing or no, not representing, interpreting um, the struggles of the poor. Parang dun ako merong, ano, merong qualm. Kasi Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I get it. The, the, the poor's voices need to be heard. Pero parang feeling ko hindi sila represented well enough. Parang we get a glimpse again and again of what we've been seeing over the years. And I'm sure that on the first year of Cinemalaya, meron ding film, I don't know, uh, nakalimutan ko na yung, hindi ko alam ko ano yung entries ng Cinemalaya 1. Eh. I think Pepot Artista, mm-hmm. I See You Bed number 7, yun yung mga entries. So parang may similar vein siya, pero Ano na eh, it's 2020. We should have more voices and more opportunities to represent the poor rather than just something that we've already seen every day. Ito ha. Pag, uh, ano siya? Salamin. Ay, sorry po. Ay, sorry. Uh, yung di ba sinabi mo before na na medyo inspired yung choice ng Igib after the slums? Ito pwede din to, after mm-hmm. the slums. Yun lang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oo, oh, pwede. Oo. Contrast. Ganun. Yun. Pero ang ganda ng ensemble, ah. yung ensemble ni Natsi Toy, ni Sunshine Teodoro, ni Sol Cruz. Oh, Sino all-star eh, no? All-star to eh. <laughs> parang pull out of all of this. Parang dreamcast siya eh, no? Actually. Siya yung dreamcasting. Pero yun. Actually, naisip ko nga. Siguro ay idea lang na bigla pumasok sa isip ko. Dapat magkaroon ng film, eh, depende na siguro kung short or um, full length, magkaroon ng full length si Sunshine Teodoro, si Star or Halisa, <laughs> si Sarah. Black and Sick. Perfect. <laughs> ano, anong title nun? Heavyweights? <laughs> anong title? <laughs> ay, grabe. Wala ko si Rabe. <laughs> the Heavyweights of Cinema. <laughs> grabe. It's supporting role si Kai Cortez. My God. So, so yun guys. This show is produced by Cutprint Podcast Network. Executive producer Patsy Ferrer, head of business development KL Carpio, creative director Christine Alido, podcast and social media manager Nia Escondo, sound engineer Erica Santa Tomas. To advertise, email us at podcast at cutprintproductions.com. Third World Cinema Club.